0: The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yes! Go Cowboys! This, this is Mick Schatz, is... streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. Guess we can start once again this <laughs> week. Two out of three ain't bad. Uh, Bill Jones called away on duty at CBS 11, so it will be Everson Walls and Mickey Spagnola on this Tuesday on McShots on DallasCowboys.com from the SWBC studio here at the Star where the start this place is starting to bustle like Christmas is on the way or something. Oh, well,
1: hopefully playoffs is on the way. That's what I'm hoping. Playoffs? <laughs> Don't start. Hey, man, I need to get paid more money. If Bill's going to keep leaving us hanging
0: like this. you got to get extra. Like, we got to get You're extra, a full-time. Man. I know, man. I'm Dude. going overtime. That's Dude. right. Well, we are here for 45 minutes uh, on this Tuesday as the Cowboys uh, get back to work, by the way. Uh, we're already we're in the locker room. Mm-hmm. Um, what did and, you find out in there, Spags? Well, I saw that Malik Jefferson was back in the locker room. So okay, I would imagine he's getting ready to be placed on the practice squad once again. So he cleared. Uh, yeah, he said he'd just been hanging for this month, <laughs> and you know, just hanging. Kind of told him not to go. And he said he worked out. Yeah, he went back to his high school to uh, work out a little bit, uh, but glad to be back. It was funny because. His locker used to be, if the locker room, well, I can't explain it. Anyway, it was down on the other side. Uh Now he's on the other side on the up. Part of it, and I said they gave your locker away that soon. Well, they, they have it like you, there's some hidden hidden lockers in there. Yeah, but they didn't have to go back there
1: oh, with okay. the practice squad guys. Oh, uh, so that's yeah. where my picture is up there with the practice squad with guys. With the practice <laughs> <Yes>. squad guys, you got
0: to go around the corner. Oh, yeah, way up there. Yeah, or that's where the guys in the <laughs> when they have 90 guys. The, yeah, the, that's the old, where they put that's them over the there. Overflow. The overflow section. That's probably right. the <laughs> the guys that didn't get drafted. Right. Ah, that's the, what it is. The rookie free agents. Is. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> he, he will be back. And, uh, um, I think you're talking about the stadium. Oh, he's not no. talking about the locker room. No. no, he's no. talking about this the locker room. No, this locker room doesn't where. have
1: pictures above it. Oh, the you're right. Yeah, it's you're right. At the right. stadium. At the stadium. Because I took that yeah. tour. I took that tour with a group. Yeah. It's at and the they were stadium trying to find. Thank have. you, Christopher. Yes,
0: I just want to make sure you guys. And I was trying to. I was confused for a second. Yeah, I didn't yeah. think
1: there was any pictures back There's there. There's
0: no pictures on top of the lockers. Yeah, they got
1: like my, my rookie picture at the stadium. It's.
0: Yeah. Oh, so with way, all, where all the rookies are? Where all the yeah, yeah. The, the undrafted yeah. corner guys. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, good. Got we got that cleared up. <laughs> Ran into Leighton Vanderesh and good news I, there. He was quite relieved himself, by Dang. the way, because he's he was like, oh no, you know, and then. Uh, he said, "Yeah, it's just sore now, but you know he's hoping a week or so that he he should be back."
1: So. You know, I, I, I complained about uh, about him a little bit, you know, because I wanted to be more aggressive. which yeah. he turn, he's and he was last three three or four games he's been really aggressive. Right. Uh, but we still definitely need him. Oh, his body. We absolutely. Need, we need bodies. We need depth, and if he's out. Then man, we we're putting a lot of people in some unfamiliar
0: situations. Right, and you know, especially with Damone Clark, even though he had nine tackles, he's still, still a young man, a half a year rookie, Still a right? young man. So uh, <laughs> I would think that uh, Luke Gifford, they might have to start getting him a little bit more prepared to play. Uh, some Seems of like defensive they're a little steps. late on that. Well, uh, I mean, I, you know, I guess, but see what happens with thing. guys like that. Then you put them on on the defense, and now somebody's got to take a spot on special teams. Why, he's young. Why can't he yeah. do both? Well, I know. Because we did it. They don't want to overload guys <laughs> these days. Oh, Come yeah. ramp up. Yeah, we're busting about that. <laughs> Which, by the way, T.Y. Hilton, basically, everybody's like, okay, is this the week? And he yeah. goes, well, it could have been the last week. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, it was pretty funny. He was talking about, you know, I'm ready, da-da-da. And I guess, and I didn't realize this, but I guess his nickname and with the Colts was the ghost because he would disappear <laughs> here right. on you right. on the defense right right right, right. And, and and so he was talking and, he, and somebody said well what do you bring he goes one minute i'm here and the next minute i'm That's gone right. you won't right? see me yeah, yeah. one second <laughs> yeah so uh he sounded ready um and you know he said he was ready and he understood the ramp up part like yeah. they're a little worried to put you out there and uh you, you well might i mean for something. him it's been Months, a year. a year,
1: right? So yeah, I can get that rep up. January to December, <laughs> right. right? But it's not like he's, you know, and no coming back camp. from a from yeah, a, a sprained ankle or something. Right.
0: Yeah. So, uh, I thought that was uh, yeah. So he, it sounds like they'll probably get him good to go. And again, you know, but when you do that, that's bringing in another wide receiver that's mm-hmm. not going to play special teams. Right. And as we talked about yesterday. They struggled a little on their coverage units, mm-hmm. punt return, yeah, kickoff bad. return. They the last kickoff return getting, was yeah, bad because they were getting yardage. That was on. the beginning of the end of that yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so anyway, um, from a locker room standpoint, you know, J. Ron Kirst, you know, he knows he's probably going to have to have shoulder surgery, but he's playing through it. Um, sounded like Tyron Smith got through. The game physically yeah. okay, yeah, uh, and I would imagine no more ramp up for him. Oh, it's too late for that now. <laughs> right, fifty-four snaps is going <laughs> right. to have to be sixty-four or seventy, now. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they seem quite happy uh, with uh, how he played. Uh, and as I, uh, you know, and, and J. Ron was trying to explain, it's like, okay, this run defense. Mm-hmm. And he goes, he said, we have to be more aware. He goes, Agnew really hurt us on the end of rounds. And he goes, you know, we're an aggressive defense yeah. and we got to keep our eyes on what's going on.
1: And and as they say that, I'm sure it's been been repeated. But when you get out on the field, you have to adhere to it. Right. I mean, because I'm sure they talked about this before every game, especially since we've been doing well except for this last game. Right. Holding down uh not just the points, but you're holding down particular tendencies. That you have. And that tendency continues now with us. And I'm sure they talked about it coming into that Jacksonville game. So for them not to, to, to listen, for them uh, not to carry that out, that's a problem, Spags. Yeah. And that, that's something that it was our downfall last year. And here we are, we're coming on that same trend. And I'm not trying to be hyperbole, no hyperbole here. This is for real. This is similar, this is a
0: deja vu moment. See, and they did a good job, like four games in a row. But then they got a team that had the ability to expose their aggressiveness mm-hmm. uh, and, and repeatedly did it, too. And, and Usually so, you get maybe one end around. They must have got three or four. You, you, can't,
1: you can't be – when they say you're exposed, then that means you can't do any better than that. Mm-hmm. Because we knew that this was coming. Anytime someone has speed – uh, and they have a good quarterback, someone that can expose not just our lack of containment, but also uh, the ability to cross us up on play action. And we have not, we have not consistently uh, uh, made those things uh, uh, our adva- to our advantage. So, let me, so let
0: me ask you, because they're going to have to get ready for both quarterbacks on Saturday night, right? right? Minshew, how, how, how difficult is that when they're such different style of quarterbacks to get ready for the guy that's going to run and the guy that's basically going to be in the pocket? Well, at that, if I I would look
1: at it like this. I don't care what Minshew can do. He's not Jalen Hurts. Right. And that's the way I would look at it, the way we would go into a game. Uh, Usually when we had backups like that, then we just exposed them defensively. That's whether I was with the Cowboys uh, or with the Giants. Yeah, you know, we a guy like Minshew, he just wouldn't be a threat to us at all. I don't care how good the team is, mm-hmm. uh, or whatever his backup situation is. I don't recall us uh, losing to a uh, to me at. at I would, compared to Hertz. He's an unqualified backup
0: compared to Hertz. Right, and I, and he could, he started. He has experience. He has. Yeah, I know yeah, what yeah, you're yeah, saying. Yeah,
1: yeah. But, but he
0: doesn't have. You kind of know he's where he's going to be. Yeah.
1: Right. He's a guy that that. Uh, You know, I wouldn't call him. uh, uh, I wouldn't call him sunshine. I wouldn't call him Lawrence. He's not going to be that. He should. He's a guy that, if we have to play him, I guess it's going to happen. Then we could. It's a load off. I don't say you relax, right? But that's one thing you don't have to worry about is his ability to run the ball as consistently as Jalen Hurts. When it comes to the pass, I'm not worried about either one of them. If we do our job, I'm worried about Jalen Hurts because he is more diverse. Minshew, I don't see him being that diverse.
0: So Sirianni uh, said he wouldn't, like, say, no, he's out because mm-hmm. everybody's saying it looks like he's out. Mm-hmm. Uh, all he would say yesterday would is it's not something long-term. Right. So we'll see where that goes. But, you know, this is this is what happens with running quarterbacks, right? And I didn't realize They fell this. in love with it. So he got hurt in the third quarter on a three-yard run. Mm-hmm. They were, he had 17 runs in the game. Too many runs. Right? Yes. And that's why I always say, yeah, it's nice to have a quarterback that can run, but at some point, they're going to get hurt.
1: And it's not like you're as big as a Josh Allen. Right. Who also has to be careful. But you're, you're a guy, Jalen Hurts, these guys land on you like they did. You know, you're, I don't care how strong you are. What is he, 215 maybe? I mean, I, I mean, he's, he's, he's solid talking about Jalen Hurts. Yeah. But these guys – Come on, these guys, are twice his size, chasing him down and, and to catch up with
0: you, they're gonna punish you. That's what I was gonna <laughs> ask you because when you get a guy like that that frustrates you, well, you saw it, right? If you, you saw can how he you landed, up, yeah, that's he, like okay. He literally,
1: he, this is what they tell you not to do for quarterbacks. That's how they landed on him as a runner. Right, he was a runner. You,
0: you, you're not in the pocket no, with all buddy. that protection,
1: and so they fall. They they keep falling in love with that, which I get it because I mean, he's amazing. Yeah, I mean, I've I've been bragging. On him, even when he wasn't as good as he is right now. Uh, he has matured and everything, but he's still a quarterback, and he should not be considered a running back. I'm surprised they're subjecting him to that much when you have a, a decent running back in the
0: backfield. So I saw another one, uh, and this would be just as a quarterback. He's been hit the third most times, 184 times. <laughs> the only two that have been hit more, Justin Fields, oh, what does he do? <laughs> right. Right? right? And Daniel Jones, mm-hmm. another guy that kind of likes to run out of the pocket. Yeah. Uh so you got to be careful gotta with these. Be careful. I mean, Baltimore learned it right with Lamar Jackson. You thought he was invincible. Nice to have him running the right. ball like that. And it that. didn't even
1: look like a serious uh hit. Right. But the, the the accumulation of those that pounding that you take, you know, it's got to
0: add up and, and hurt you a little bit. And in that game, not only did he run 17 times, he also got hit 13 times, and he, on 37 passes. Yes, that's that's a pretty high ratio, pretty right? High. So, uh, we'll see if they have to, you know, kind of pay for playing with that toy.
1: That's why they like to throw on time. He is so good when the timing is there. Right, when he can sit back, play action. Boom, set, and just throw with not being impeded by any any other way, in any other way. Um, That's when he's good. But as soon as you make him pull it down, he's still a threat to run, which which could also be bad if you're not alert. But I think that's the best thing for him, against him, is to make sure that he does not throw on time, throw it off a little bit, make him do something different. Right, sort yeah.
0: of sort of have to improvise. Which is
1: how he had his first interception in Chicago, which was a horrible pass. He threw it into coverage. Uh, it was three guys around there. And, and, hey, he's human like anybody else. You're going to have to make him do something different.
0: And here was his stats against the Bears, other than those 13 hits. 22 of 37, passing for 315 yards. Nice. Three rushing touchdowns. Yes. Two interceptions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and thus you had a 25 20 game
1: it was close too yeah and, and his really? defense was able – one thing and no knock on ours it is what it is that Eagles defense along with the 49ers they saved their quarterback and offense over and over again it was 25 20 for a long time in that game yeah yeah so, he, so think about that
0: and and Philly it's not like they can sit here and go well okay we'll wait on him to get healthy we're 13 and 1, mm-hmm. but they still need a win to clinch the East and the number one seed, which I would imagine that's still important to them. Yeah, me. it is. It is.
1: And and here's the thing. Uh if we just keep taking care of business, I'm not holding out for them losing all three of their yeah, games. Right. But you have to do your job. Right. I have to do what I have to do. You, what about those stories of all the baseball teams that went second place all season, but they kept creeping up and creeping up? And the team up, up, that was up top, they had to falter. Two things have to happen you got to stay consistent, and they have to be inconsistent. If, if, you're, if they're inconsistent and you're inconsistent, who gives a damn? Yeah. We have to do our job. We still have to win our games. I don't give a damn what's going on in Philly. We have to win our games and when you when you lift your head up, you see where you are. Otherwise, keep your nose down. Keep your nose down.
0: And the funny thing is is uh this is probably the best thing for this team if history means anything this year. The Cowboys versus teams that are 500 or better are 6 and 1 against the three losses are all against teams with losing
1: records. That, I don't even know what to do with that. <laughs> I don't even know. What, do I go, hey, that's good. Oh, wow. You know, that's yeah. horrible. <laughs> and I know,
0: you know, no one's happy with that loss. But over the last two months, they're 6-2, and two, mm-hmm. which is not bad, right, over yeah. the last eight games. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, and I pointed it out last week. It's like. It's hard to win four straight. Mm-hmm. It's hard to win five straight, mm-hmm. right? And, and, and as uh, I wrote uh, on Friday, to do what the Cowboys think they need to do was run the table on the last four games. Mm-hmm. That would have meant they had to win eight straight, which is really hard mm-hmm. even if you're really good, right? Well, but we're struggling now. League.
1: We're struggling.
0: Well, struggling yeah, defensively. Yeah, and, and, we're, we and, are and struggling in facets to, of our game. That's and that's correct. got to improve. As J. Mm-hmm. Ryan Kirst said, if you had told me the offense was going to score 34 points, we win that game. That's right. And he goes, and we should have won the and game. And we should have. And so yeah. they they understand that, you know, where they're at. And, um, you know, when, when we uh, come back here, we're going to talk about uh, the cornerback position mm-hmm. on things they might have to do there. Uh, and at the linebacker position with the injuries the Cowboys are dealing with uh, going into this Saturday game against the Philadelphia Eagles. That next on Mix Shots on DallasCowboys.com.
2: The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh, she's doing great. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, Can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? (sighs) Great job, honey! Oh. Oh. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to
0: make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me.
2: Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Back back, back. to Mick shots.
1: K-post roofing and waterproofing, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys from corporate homes to your home. Have your roof checked by choice, not by chance. Call now
0: 214-225-4860. Kpostcompany.com. And we continue on mix Shots on DallasCowboys.com. That's Everson Walls on Mickey Spagnola as we start... Getting you ready for Cowboys Philadelphia on Christmas Eve. It's a short week, mm-hmm. so Tuesday is not uh, an off day, it's a work day for the Dallas it's Cowboys. It's a short couple of weeks, isn't it? Uh, uh, and then it gets shorter because, well, they get Saturday to Thursday. Okay. So that helps, and you're not going Sunday. To Thursday, right. but it's still not That's Sunday still to sure. Sunday, right? That's right? Exactly. So, a lot of talk yesterday about the cornerback position. Obviously, the Cowboys uh, took uh, Kelvin Joseph out of the game in the fourth quarter. He had given up two touchdown passes, uh, came in with Nashan Wright, uh, who played the rest of that. Uh, and the way Dan Quinn explained it yesterday that they were going to have Uh, and and Jerry Jones uh, emphasized that they were going to have competition for that cornerback. He says
1: wide open. So is (laughs) that
0: somewhat of saying we're not benching one guy? uh, Because how much competition can you have? I mean, you know what everybody can do, right? You
1: know what he's trying to say. Right. He's trying to say, will somebody please step up besides boss man fat? Right. That's what he's trying to say. We gave him a shot, more than one shot, and he's been a bit inconsistent. Much better, much more inconsistent than he is consistent. It's just the way it is. You know, we, if you have the ability to do better, then you put somebody else out there. But let's be real, there are a lot of cornerbacks in this league that give it up every week, right? And they still have starting jobs. Some of them might even get a pay a pay raise. So, you know, we're holding them to high standards here. Of course, uh, this guy was was highly touted. You know, uh, came with confidence. A lot of, lot of talent. A lot of talent. But you got to know how to cover. You got to know. And so uh, the, the play where he got beat, I got beat on that play more than once. The stop and go. Yeah, come on, man. We're trying to make a play. Yeah, but he really. <laughs> yeah. Hey, trust me. He, I got beat so bad by Brian Cephalo, Miami Dolphins, Sunday night, 1981. I mean, I got beat so badly, I clapped my hands in disgust. As I'm chasing him, (laughs) okay, I have seen that move before, all right? You know, when you're you're kind of feeling yourself, then you think you can do that. So I'll I'll give any cornerback some grace, but you got to make your play. Right. He he didn't do well the last game, a game before last, but he still made some plays to overcome what he had had not done. And so he still has to overcome that by, okay, let me shake it off and let me make a play that's going to be significant in this ball game. That he did not do. He continued to fail and fail and fail.
0: And now, the other one on down. the goal line is a tough route to cover. Yeah, it is. When you're m- man mm-hmm. and all the guys got to do is fake in and go back the other way.
1: That's why the aggression has to be there. When you start beat, getting beat like that, then you become soft. Okay? Right. And, and if you're going to be aggressive, then you become aggressive in a stupid manner. Trust me, been there. Not talking necessarily about Joseph, talking about myself, any other cornerback. If you're gonna get up and be aggressive, I talked about it yesterday, you gotta have patience, you gotta have poise when you cover somebody. You can't just uh, try to, you can't outthink yourself, mm-hmm. okay? You have to be instinctive. And any other time that, that he comes up against a, pl- a guy that's lined up tight, the guy was lined up tight. I mean, I don't mean real tight, but he was, it was, he was definitely inset to where you know that he's, he could go across, yes, he could go outside, yes, but whatever you do, don't wait. He waited. He he didn't
0: get up and and aggressively. Should have taken the use of his five yards
1: and and wear him out because you have nothing to lose. Yes, you have nothing to lose at that point. That's the smart way to go. Playing off, you give him the ability to do what he wants. If you're jamming him right there, then he and the quarterback have to be on a different page. It probably will turn into a a fade as opposed to be uh, the route that they had the out route, and then you might have a better chance. So, you can help depict what's going on at that time. When you line up off of somebody right there, he can do whatever the hell he wants,
0: and you can't give him that. Or do what they did in the Giants-Washington game and jump on the guy's back and strangle his neck. You don't – well, <laughs> didn't that work out better? <laughs> Hadn't, didn't it work out better for – when we against C.D. Lamb? Because the worst thing <laughs> would have happened is you get flagged and you, you got to well, do it again. get two, two again. yards, right. They might
1: get two more yards, yeah. right, because it's half the distance. Right. So, yeah, I mean, you know, there are times when I said – like I said – Game players sometimes have to go out the window. There are times when you just have to play rough man football, you know, I could call it a lot of different things, but you got to be a dog off in there sometimes, right? And he is that
0: guy. Don't let that take away your aggressiveness. So here's the other thing that they did a couple times when there was uh, two tight ends and only two receivers. I saw they moved Duran Bland, to the left side mm-hmm. instead of him in the slot. Now, how difficult is that for a corner to do both in one game? It is not difficult at all. I mean,
1: that's 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 what veterans do. Well, no, he's not a veteran. He's a rookie. He's a, he's a rookie, but sometimes Maybe ignorance no longer, is right? bliss. Yeah. ignorance is bliss. He should not care about where he is. There are times when you can motion over. You have two tight two tight ends, two wide receivers on each side. If you motion that wide receiver over to the other side, he's going to be in the slot somewhere. You're going to follow him, right? That's, he ends up, when they snap the ball, he's going to be in the slot. He'll be moving. To me, it's the same thing. You cover a slot on regular downs. That's a regular down slot coverage. You can cover it any other time. Now, once again, easier for DBs than it is for linemen. Right. But I've always thought cornerbacks can cover either side or slot. It's more difficult, but not from a mental standpoint, from a physical standpoint. You and understand? they had moved you into the slot. As I was the,
0: old then. With the
1: Giants. Yes, right? I was old then. And I, I shut that old. crap down, man. I was, <laughs> I was 29, 30 years old and I'm shutting down slot So I know these guys who are quicker than I was, faster than I was, much more athletic than I was. I know they can do this. So the mentality aspect of it, that shouldn't even be an issue. Okay, It's the physicality because now you can't read where he might go because the alignment doesn't
0: depict anything because he's in the slot. So would you be hesitant to move Bland to the outside and have somebody play in the slot? I would rather you get a
1: someone who is accustomed to doing it to continue to do it. If that's Bland,
0: then he needs to continue to do it because he's doing a damn good job. Because Sean Wright's not exactly built to play in the slot at 6'4".
1: Oh, heck no. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I didn't know he was that tall. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's a good-looking kid. Yeah. But, yeah, you want to keep him like the Richard Shermans. Matter of fact, they had two guys over 6'4", 6'3", uh, with Richard Sherman and the other cornerback. I can't remember where he was in Seattle. So, yeah, keep them on the outside where they can be physical
0: against these wide receivers. So he's one – guy that they could that's another alternative and really he played 19 snaps uh, in the game in the fourth quarter. He was aggressive. and that was the most significant snaps I think he's had mm-hmm. at the cornerback position. Uh, they got Trayvon Mullen uh, who has played in the league. Okay. he's bounced around but he's on the 53-man roster and then uh, there's also uh, Sheffield who I think was a slot guy uh, most of his career. But he's on the practice squad, so you would have to make an elevation there. And
1: now, when, let's just be real. When you have, if you're not comfortable as a coach with who you have, then we go to safer defenses. Yeah, that was my next question. You can go to say, you can, at certain calls to simplify everything. You want to put pressure on them and, and say, okay, go at it. How can you handle that sliding man to man? Or if you feel like it, we can play a cover four. I think they do that a lot these days. You can go to cover two. They're all kind of safe. Uh, but still, you can keep your aggression. Mm-hmm. It's a safe call mentally. But physically, you can keep your aggression. And if if uh, uh, Quincy uh, Quinn wants to do
0: that, then that's also another way to go. So with the Philadelphia receivers, would you put digs on one of them and then – Double the other, give the other guy help. It's been working like that so far. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I
1: don't remember Diggs giving up a bunch of passes in the in the game. I wonder which one they would choose because they
0: get three pretty good ones.
1: They really do. Uh, I, I I really think a guy like Bland is really looking forward to a game like this. Uh huh. Because he's been going up against some good wide receivers in the slot. He's he's coming in. He's making a big name for himself. I see that to continue. He's just as quick and physical as any of these uh, Philly wide receivers. I don't think he's afraid at all. He's too young to be afraid. He's got, what, four, three interceptions? Come on, man. I mean, we had not had that thing around here, you know, in regards to a guy coming off the no, bench. No, four. Yeah, he's, he's coming leading off the, bench. the team. Yeah, he, he's not a starter, well, you know, all year long. Right. You know, that's something that I remember Tom Landry said they were asking. He wouldn't even start me. I had five. I was leading the league in interceptions on the bench. And finally, like, well, maybe if we play it more, he'll get more. This is shocking. The genius of Tom Magic, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so he finally put me in and then things continued. I think playing's the same way. That's kind of yeah. the Vanderesh thing, right? If you're going to play me more, I might get more That's tackles, right. right? That's right. So he's got four picks. Uh, Diggs has got three. So is saying you have competition in practice on a short week a euphemism for we're making a change. I think it is.
1: Yeah. I think
0: it is. Because you really – what kind, I mean, well, do you have enough snaps <laughs> in practice to have three guys competing for one And spot? these kind of practices? Yeah. Not, yeah. <laughs> these kind of practices. Yeah. That,
1: I mean, if you want to call these these glorified walkthroughs, you know, all you have to do is make sure that whoever is coming in, if he can come in, the, the competition that they're putting up against Bossman, if he can come in and just not make mistakes mentally, mm-hmm. it's his job. We'll we'll find out what you can do in the game, but as long as you know what you're doing this week, then it's your job. Okay, it's 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 not his. He's already lost it talking about boss boss man. It's the whoever's back behind him. It's up to them to just get in, play solid meaning in practice. Don't make mistakes. Know where you're supposed to be. Show me that you're comfortable with all of that. It's your
0: job. So somebody asked me about the competition, and I'm going. You know, these days in practice, practice is to help your mental part, the recognition, right? right? More right. so than, okay, I can go cover right. this, this scout team guy, right. Right?
1: right? Nobody's practicing that hard anymore. It's all They just like energy in practice. Everyone's supposed to be where they're supposed to be. You're not going to make plays during the season in practice. That was what training camp was for. You make plays in the game now. That's why they have, you know, numbered practices and
0: things of that nature. They got all the rest in the world
1: that they need so that when you go out there and perform,
0: no excuses. So one of the difficult things I would think if you're an inexperienced corner is when they give you those bunch looks uh, to one side, right? And I was talking to Bland about it, and he was saying, well, when they do that, it's my job to – call out, determine where I'm going and where Mm -hmm. they're going. Because you got to predetermine that, that, right? It's predetermined,
1: but he has to continue with it after the ball is snapped. Right. So that means everyone's playing. Usually we have a guy on the line. That guy on the line, he predicates what happens with everyone else. If I stay on my man, it's up to you two guys if it's three. When they scatter. Yeah, (laughs) when they scatter. You guys worry about that in and out, whatever you do. But I have to determine. I have to depict how we're going to play this by me staying on my man on the line of scrimmage. We cannot be separated cuz they want you to bump into they each other. They want you to bump right? into each other. So I'm going to you're supposed to take this guy out uh, in
0: some way and you you kind of depict how the other guys are going to play. So that's that would be to me one of the difficult things of putting somebody in there that hasn't played as mm-hmm. much uh, to not lose sight of what your job is especially if you don't have a safety over there to help you. Right. If you don't have a safety over there to help
1: you, man, y'all better get this right. <laughs> y'all better get this right because the safety can cover you. But now the offense does that. They make right. the safety come over, and now they start working things either from here going to the other side with the crossing routes or they're going to work these guys over here, maybe with the running back and the tight end.
0: Because initially, before we saw the replay, when uh, Joseph got beat on the deep route, it was like, uh, I bet he thought he had safety help. And then when no. I saw him, <laughs> no. the, the, you, you it didn't was realize like, no, I, yeah. <laughs> I knew right away because it was a deja vu for me. Because he yeah. was driving towards the ball at, for five yards and the other guy's going, see
1: ya. Ron Springs used to tease all the linebackers and just talk about how, you know, DBs and linebackers were suckers for a move. Right. And that's what he was. He was a sucker for a move. Ron would always say, all he's got to do is do that. <laughs> And then you're gonna you're going to bite. Right. So that's exactly what happened.
0: Can't be anxious, right? No, you can't. All right. And we're <laughs> anxious to get to our next segment here on Mix Shots on
2: DallasCowboys.com. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh. She's doing great. Oh, yeah. Totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> great job, honey. Oh. Oh, look at that. That's not the end. And if you have the wrong car
0: insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate,
2: save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar & Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor.
0: With John Deere zero
1: turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more.
0: Back back, back.
1: to Mick Shots. Bob Lilly Award. The Bob Lilly Award represents the Dallas Cowboys player that showcases the highest level of achievement, sportsmanship, dedication, and leadership. Cast your vote for the 2022 Bob Lilly Award. There is no limit to the number of votes you can vote. And voting will close on December 21st. That would be today, right? Uh, Tomorrow. Tomorrow on December 21st. Voting will close. visit dallascowboyscom bob Lilly Award that ends tomorrow.
0: Is that a high school award?
1: Uh it didn't say. I would imagine it is.
0: I'm thinking it, it is high school. it, it has is, to be, right? It has to be. No. no. No? College? The, the Bob Lilly Award. sort for the, the, yeah, the Dallas Cowboys Dallas Cowboys It's okay. the fan vote player. I'm reading. You got to listen, uh, Spaz. Oh, you I'm know what? No, they give it, like, Dak got it last year. So I know, because uh, in the... Jason Witten got it a lot. Oh, yeah. The did. hallway where uh, the Carroll Clinic has the rehab thing across mm-hmm. the street at mm-hmm. the Baylor Scott and White, yeah. they've got an explanation ah. of the uh, Bob Lilly Award. And they got And well they well got well pictures yeah, of well yeah. it. I should have known that. Mm-hmm. All right, we continue here on mix Shots on this Tuesday. So we discussed what the Cowboys might do uh, at uh, the cornerback position. Uh, we know what they're doing at the right Tackle position on offense. That's Tyron Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see what happens at the linebacker spot uh, with Leighton Vander Esch uh, expected to be out at least one game. Okay. Maybe another. Uh, they had Damone Clark in there. Um, so they, they brought uh, Malik Jefferson back to the practice squad today. Uh, we'll see where that one goes and if they need a special teams type. Guy, uh, that could be him if they, if they decide to elevate him. Uh, Luke Gifford probably has to step in and maybe play some more snaps because mm-hmm. Anthony Barr is still kind of working through some stuff, so yeah. they can't put him out there for. He's
1: another guy 60 that uh, he just. I think he's out of position. I just think he's out of position. He's not he doesn't look comfortable back there at all. He just looked like he's like sub-
0: in coverage.
1: Yeah, and, and even uh, what with what a feel for the run the run. run. Yeah, what, how to take a blocker on and things of that nature. You can just see that he's surviving off of athletic ability. Right. Yeah, you know, being able to make those tackles—we talked about it. So making tackles great. So maybe he
0: needs to be on the line of scrimmage. I think he needs to be on that end, like he's a Sam that could be in a three and linebacker you, and
1: use him for the, you know to, to for a changeup. Why not rush the quarterback? Yeah, that's right? what I mean. He could be for a changeup. This guy's very athletic, and right now those offensive linemen are all in his face, and he just seems to be stumbling all over everybody else when he gets he gets uh, cut off. You know, he's cutting everybody else off when they're going wide on us. You know there's certain things that we have to see that as coaches, you just got to make that tough decision like you did with bossman. Mm-hmm. You make this is a tough decision to, to put a young man in that situation. Hey man, look, you're not doing well. It's tough to tell a young man that you know, you know he's playing as hard as he can he's getting ridiculed you know by everybody, so keep making those hard decisions because we got to win. yeah I mean we can't we can't worry about hurting someone's feelings just because the guy is not playing well if he's not playing well. He should be the first one to tell you. I remember Doug Cosby wasn't playing well. He asked Thornton Chandler, his backup tight end, to go in and asked Tom Landry, "Can he go in for him?" Oh, really? Yes, because he knew that he couldn't handle Carl Banks. He knew that Thornton Chandler was a better blocker than he
0: was, and it and it worked out in in everyone's favor. You know, the other guy that's kind of catching grief was Noah Brown, obviously further though. you know, know didn't catch it, but as McCarthy pointed out, and Jerry went out of his way to point out this morning on his radio segment. He goes, "Had the best game of his career." Isn't that crazy? He had six catches. <laughs> Been there too. Forty nine yards. <laughs> two two touchdowns. touchdowns. Yes. And he, you know, and he, and again, it wasn't an easy catch, no doubt. But but definitely a catch. A catch you got to make that right? catch. And 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 so that that was the you know, and the same thing with Dak Prescott has an outstanding game, right? They can say what they want. Rating 107. Right. And then and then all they want to talk about is the two interceptions, yeah. which yeah. one of them for sure is not his fault. Yeah. And the other one was Okay. Now see, on the
1: other one, I was looking spags. I didn't see anybody touching. You didn't see the guy from behind. I, saw him behind, but I thought he him. was le- Yeah, tucking on it, but dang, that don't make you throw all the way. The, he's right there well, the Maybe t- he
0: couldn't follow through. Well, he followed through all right. Did he? he followed through all the way
1: <laughs> on, no. all over his head. <laughs>
0: So, you know. He had a little extra on the ball.
1: (laughs) And see, the thing is, you got to call it like you see it. Dak's not going to. Yeah. I mean, so we need to call it like we see it. Coaches need to call it like they see it. You know, he needs to. There are times when you just need to just eat it. And right. You just got to do that, man. You and Josh Allen, y'all need to chill sometimes and say, you know what? This play needs to just be an incompletion. I don't have to be great. Right. This play, you know, especially in this situation. We're down here, you know, backed up. That's not the time to do that kind of stuff. And as a leader, he really needs to start understanding that because no matter what he does, he's going to be criticized. Yeah. And I know he don't give a crap about that. Right. Once again, though, give me the moments. Right. Forgive, give me the moments, Dak. I need those moments, which he eventually he did. Right. You gave us the thirty-four point. Come on, man! What else you want? And I'm about to do it again. Yeah. And then you know my dude drops it, and that's his dude. So what's he gonna say? Oh man, you blew it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) You know when he was, it might have been his second year. Uh, and they were having trouble. It might have been the year when they finally decided they needed to bring in Amari Cooper, yeah. right? And he was getting drops and bad routes, and he would always blame himself. Yeah. So he finished his little deal. He was walking off. I walked with him, and he goes – you need something? I go, yeah, I'm looking for the stab wounds. And he goes, what do you mean stab wounds? I said, well, if you keep falling, falling on your on sword, you're going to have cuts and all over But that's what a good one do. does, that's right? That's right. That's their job.
1: But, but he also knows that he's going to come back and be praised as well, right. which is
0: also part of his
1: job, is to do well.
0: So on that play— he had already taken an eight-yard sack, and this is the next one. And mm-hmm. I'm sure he was being stubborn, like, okay, we're going to make that's this his work. Problem. Right? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> we're going to make this work. We can't have two sacks in a row. Right. And that's what was getting ready to happen because he got flushed out of the pocket. And so from there, I'm with you. I'm with him all the way. you got to make a play, yeah. which is what he did. And sometimes, what, and I don't know if defenses do this, but one way to control the quarterback is to blitz, send an extra guy, and make from sure. a certain side. Right. And they sent it from
1: C.D. Lamb's side of the field, of uh-huh. the formation.
0: Which kind of helps you, hurts you to see.
1: It throws off all your timing because that's where you're going to try to go hot. Mm-hmm. But if, if they're, and let's face it, the, the right side was getting a little overwhelmed during the ball game, and the pressure was always coming from there. And sure enough, at that time, it came from that side. That's where C.D. Lamb was. So let's think about this. I don't know. Everybody works together. We know where the pressure's coming from a lot. We're having some t- a tough time over here. Uh, all game, am I right? So as a coach, you know that's going to be a problem. Why not put the the, 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 the play on this side? You mm-hmm. know, Why not design it for this side to where you might have a better and, and a more clear view? Just little things like that to where – Coaches and players work together. Dak doesn't have to tell you that everything's coming from the right side all the time, the pressure. I mean, you can see that. So why not let's, – let's say we don't want to
0: try to call where our primary is going to be caught up in all of that. And yeah. if you saw how Jacksonville ended up uh, compensating for what Micah Parsons was almost doing – they were putting the running back to his side. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily to chip him every time, but it had to be it in his mind. Home. keeps in his mind. Right. It's like, okay, I can't go inside because he's going to get me. That's I have right. to power that tackle. And then the other thing I noticed, they were lining the tight end, not necessarily tight, but just little bit to the outside, so if he went outside, he was going to run into the tight end. Uh So it kind of discouraged him from trying that move because he knew he was going to get hit there or by the running back.
1: Well, before we go, who's the best player on the field to you for the Cowboys right now? Who just this past game?
0: Defense, offense, or the entire team? It don't matter.
1: Ooh, that's a good question. I know who it is. It's easy question. Easy. Ceedee Lamb. Yes. He's been the best player, and and I I, I want to say that because man, I was on his butt earlier this year, and I'm I know he ain't listening, but just <laughs> just for posterity,
0: I I have to say that right now, he's the best player on our team. He went, got targeted seven times, mm-hmm. and I'm not big on targets by know, the way, but he caught seven passes mm-hmm. for 126 yards mm-hmm. and averaged 18 yards a catch.
1: That's such a huge. I don't know what play that was. They came out. Real quick, quick snap, uh, quick throw. He was 10 yards down the field, wide open. There was no one around him but other wide receivers. <laughs> you remember? And he took That's off. That's not
0: supposed to happen that <laughs> right? way.
1: He took off. I don't know where the defense was, but he takes off through their zone, and he must have run about 30 yards. You remember that? Yeah. That was, that was I think that was part of the comeback when we got our last score. And that was impressive to me that he showed aggressiveness. It wasn't – about just getting in and sliding down. No. He was making moves throughout that secondary that got us down the field in good in good fashion to to, to um to score on that last drive, our last offensive drive.
0: So right now, three games to go, he's already got a thousand yard season. Impressed eighty seven, uh eighty one catches. Uh now, the eighty one catches, he has He's tied for ninth in the NFL. Um, and if you look at it, the guys ahead of him mm-hmm. Jefferson, named Jefferson, Hill, Diggs, Eckler, Kelsey, a tight end, Eckler, a running back, uh, some guy named Adams in <laughs> Vegas, uh, and, Adams. and Pittman, uh, Indianapolis, who I believe that was the guy the Cowboys had. Digs follow, mm-hmm. so he's in pretty fancy company right now. And from uh, a receiving yardage, he's eighth. Uh, there's only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine guys in the NFL right now that have a thousand yards receiving. Mm. So I think he's established himself as a number one receiver. I think he has. Uh, and his ability. I am no, I am no longer <laughs> trying to wean from Amari Cooper. I'm, right?
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm good, I'm all in C.D. Lamb. Because he is he is doing everything that Cooper would have done.
0: And his run after catch is amazing. That's right. Right? That's strong mm-hmm. runner. Not fast. Uh, but now he's I've, fast. I've been waiting but on strong, it. Strong. Right? Yes. And this was a strong show, there Bill Jones. Go, baby. We need you back on <laughs> tomorrow uh, when we continue with mix Shots on DallasCowboys.com. Everson Walls, Mickey Spagnoli. Y'all have a great day. Go, Cowboys.